1: been given access to receive messages of clarity, guidance and love. As channeler, psychotherapist and author, Noemi Grace has an intimate dialogue with the Divine on your behalf. Lisa Berry intuitively listens and expresses the deep questions on people's hearts and elevates the conversation while Noemi Grace channels divine wisdom and expansive answers to your deepest questions. Each shows themes related to self-love, self-healing, relationships, and personal struggles, offers tools that will lead to sacred stability and help you find your best solutions. Join us now as we give you access to angels and grace. Oh, hello, everybody! Welcome to Access to Angels and Grace, and you just got to hear our newly updated intro.
2: Noemi, oh, how did it? <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Just, oh, it's 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 now reflective of what what we're doing as 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 the show has grown and 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 evolved. And so, yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you, Lisa, for sharing your beautiful, vibrant voice in that in that lovely intro.
1: That was just fun and you know it so is in such alignment with this week's show or yeah, this week this today's show. And I, I want to share the title because it's where did you lose yourself and how to get yourself back. And and, and just as we, you know, use this beautiful new intro, I think it's it's kind it, it aligns even because we can lose ourselves in a project or an event or circumstances or people relationship jobs all these things and we just we can either not even recognize that we've lost ourselves, um, and then or it's too much work to change or do something or find ourselves again. We think it's gonna be hard, right? To find ourselves. Mm, and mm-hmm. but look at the energy that we found ourselves. You know, we had the oh the the original intro, which made sense. And um when we found ourselves and we got ourselves back because we we oh, updated I like <laughs> Yeah We updated <laughs> it's it's not about yeah, going back to the you know, go back, backwards to find yourself, you know, dropped in the sand. It literally is about um, catching up and, and because you've grown, you've evolved mm. no matter what. So that I just thought that was just such perfect timing for that as well. <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah. How, how, how beautiful that how you, you brought that in. And we've been wanting to do this intro, change oh. it up for a while, but, um, the vibration to do that kept getting stronger and stronger. And so just appreciate you, Lisa, for putting that together. And then, of course, we had the the dialogue together to to um, enhance it and expand it and, and raise the vibration even further. So that was so much fun. Yes. It
1: was. And, you know, so uh, as we said, uh, Noemi, where did we lose ourselves? You know, like the question sometimes... W- I know that people just sit back and go, gosh, I just, I lost myself. Where, where, who am I? Where am I? What, why am I still showing up in my own life here? And so, you know, where did you lose yourself and how do you get yourself back? I'll, I'll read the show description if that's okay, Noemi, and then, um, that's
2: perfectly okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. So. As we go through our lives, we can lose ourselves and stop belonging to ourselves. Sometimes we can get to the point where we no longer even recognize ourselves. And who we thought we were or where we would be seems so far away. We wonder, how did this happen? How did I get here? Losing ourselves begins subtly. We start by valuing others' opinions, needs, and dreams higher than our own. We may see it as our job to help others to be happy, satisfied, and fulfilled. And we forget that we can only do that for ourselves. Whenever we see others as more important, we can, we can compromise ourselves to seek their approval and take care of them. Over time, we discard our dreams to help them fulfill theirs, or we may wait for opportunities to line up. So it'll finally be our time. Well, this leaves us sitting at the sidelines of our own lives, waiting while doing for others. Wait, nope, waiting while doing for others. Yes, we may also wait because we are afraid that following our hearts and dreams will cause us to be left alone in life or to be, or to abandon others. Eventually we may deeply regret the choices we've made and may envy others who prioritize themselves in response to the pain. We feel we may fall into a victim mentality, choosing to blame others instead of taking responsibility. The good news is, though, yay, is that you can use those painful feelings as a wake-up call. Recognizing where you lost yourself and deciding to reclaim yourself helps to empower you to find yourself again. It's never too late to find you and be you. You can still get yourself back and you can still have dreams and go for them. Oh, Noemi, you did such a, well, I, you nailed it. You, you just connected with, I think, every person who's feeling that ever.
2: <laughs> mm, mm. And certainly I have I, fe- I have felt my share of that myself. You know, it's a, a part of the human journey of life. And, yes. um, you know, but it it is, when we recognize, when we feel that feeling, however it feels for each one of us, I call it angst, angst. Um, that's what is this? Ooh, I'm not. Mm, I'm feeling off. I'm feeling like things are not where they, how they should be. They're not right. They're not aligned. It's like to to recognize that we can get back into alignment. We can get more into the truth of who we are. We can live as who we are, even though we ha- even if we haven't been our whole lives in this. We can learn from this moment forward to live as the truth of who we are. To live fully, us. And that is the journey, really, for all of us here, is is, is to do that. You just said something so magical. Ooh.
1: And we had talked about this. You specifically said our whole lives. There are people, absolutely, who they could be in their 60s, 70s, anytime, and say, wow, I've never felt like myself. And, and now maybe perhaps there's... They are. They're starting to align and making, you know, standing, using their voices, valuing their own, putting themselves first, and they're going, "Wow, I've never felt this
2: aligned before. My whole life, like, that. It's never too late. Yes, it is never too late because there is always the opportunity to choose in every, every moment. And you know, Abraham talks about. Li- choosing by default so if we don't or i call it autopilot you know we just don't consci- bring consciousness to our choices if we don't choose consciously then we are going to keep, keep choosing what we've already been choosing and maybe it's our whole life but every moment is an opportunity to say i want something different i want to do be, choose something different i want to be the truth of who i am i want to know who i am and be that
1: Yes. And it's, it's a way of doing it with the, from love, coming from love and not coming from Mm. that, that blaming and resentment. I I am certainly going to confess that I've come to that point going, no, you know, that I, because of that person in my life, I am where I am, you know, now Mm, there can mm -hmm. be co-collaboration, of course, but, but in the end, (laughs) we are making those, the, that decision and, and to recognize and go, ah, now, Okay, Noemi. Question for Noemi. Noemi, not not channeling Noemi, but just you. Oh um, no,
2: Noemi, Noemi, <laughs> Noemi,
1: Noemi, How many Noemi? Noemis yes. are there. <laughs> <laughs> you see, when we say where did we lose ourselves, you know, and, and it, we're not we're not looking back like it's a bad thing. We're not. It's we have to do this without judgment,
2: mm, um, without yes, you know that
1: that feeling. So how can we even start? Like, how do we ask that question right from the beginning? so that it's not coming from judgment.
2: (laughs) Mm, mm. You know, I I saw something recently uh, on Facebook, a a quote from someone, and I don't remember who it came from, um, but it was something to the effect of to love yourself means that you do not hate or resent the experiences of your life that brought you to this moment, to who you are. So if you're going to love yourself, you can't resent, regret or resent those experiences because they made you who you are. And um, so true, you know. So uh, what was your question? <laughs> I got caught in that. that I, I just went into that, the vibration of that quote. And I'm sorry that I kind of <laughs> lost your question a little bit.
1: No, I love that. No, that's the thing is as you can't re- Yes, cuz I think you that, that was perfect. If we if we start with gosh, I I lost myself but I hate where I am or 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 uh, I'm mad at myself for mm, the mm, resentment. Mm, it, if that comes up then we do we need to just like stop on our tracks and go that 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 let's offer a little love here. That don't go there if you're yes. coming from that.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. If we're in regret and resentment, we can't find ourselves. We can't align with who we are we can't we can't be us if we are resenting us if we are regretting us if we are angry with us if we are ashamed of us if we're doing any of these things towards us because of choices or we've made or behaviors or anything then yeah we can't discover us we can't align with us because we're too busy pushing us away Oh, that
1: pushing away! Oh my gosh, that's yeah, a separation.
2: Mm, it's that oh, that's a great way of looking at separation, right? I, you know, it, it's not. Yes. You know, separation sometimes feels like okay, you're a, there's a part of me here, there's a part of me there, but pushing it away, we create the separation.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, I think. Okay. So I think this is what we can squeeze this in too. We have a, your pre-channeled message for this yes. beautiful thing. And has, as uh, Noemi has connected earlier and, and written some beautiful words and messages for us to help clarify this. So if you'd like to set us up. <laughs>
2: mm, would love to. Thank you, Lisa. Um, so, yes, this is. This is, you know, Lisa and I we talk we sit together and we talk about what's on our hearts. What what is it that we're really sensing for ourselves and our clients and we come up with a theme and then I sit before the show with the divine and say, "Okay, you know, what would you like to say about this?" So that starts the conversation which then grows during the show. And so I and then I give it a title. I gave this one the title Become the Cause of Your Own Liberation. In many ways, the first part of your life is the discovery of what it means to be human. As you explore the experiences and learnings of your childhood and early adulthood, you gain an understanding of what it means for you to be human. Yet, in the process, most of you forget what it means for you to be divine. You see, you are both human and divine. The seed of your divine source, of us, lives deep inside you. You are a human being embracing a divine seed, and it is that divine seed which helps, which helps you find yourself and discover the true you. The connection between you, the you that you understand yourself to be, and the true you that you are deep inside you, and also the connection between you and us, helps you to discover and reclaim more of you. One way to access the depths of you and us is in meditation, especially meditation focused on divine love. And we are always here with you. Invite us to join you as you meditate and invite us into the reality of your experience in the moments of your life. And we will change your experience and open you to discovering both you and us more deeply. In the depths of you is everything you need to free you. Yet first, you must discover and remember who you truly are. Until now, you have been walking down a path which you chose either consciously or probably unconsciously. And the further you walk down an unconscious path of autopilot living, the more you forget you. Remembering you is a process, a journey that brings you into aliveness. Wherever you are, as you hear these words, know that you are capable and greatly supported by us to empower you to change any aspect of your life that doesn't serve you to be fully you. If you are not fully you, anything you do to support others will not help them to discover and own their beautiful selves. Be fully you. This is the journey of discovery and unfolding that you came into this lifetime to experience. And whenever we say fully you, we mean fully the truth of you, who you are in the depths of your being. Be willing and open to receive more of this you. Then you can easily and effortlessly make the choices that support you to be more you. Then you can help others to be more of them, more of the truth of who they are. You are relational beings and your discovery of you and your embracing of the freedom of being you helps others to do the same for them. There is great freedom in being fully you and in choosing what supports you to become fully you, and in caring for yourself as the full truth of who you are. When you know you, really know you, in the depths of your being, and you embrace you and choose what supports you and deepens your connection with you, then you become the source and cause of your own liberation. And in doing so, we quiet, you and quietly encourage others to discover and choose for themselves the truth of who they are. Losing yourself is part of the process of being human, but you must also find yourself to become fully human. This is why you were born—to find yourself and your way, and to help others to do the same. How you do this and what your way looks like is unique and beautiful for each of you. We encourage each of you to seek the deep freedom that comes in fully discovering and living as the truth of who you are, in connection with us and your fellow human beings. Much freedom and delight will be yours if you choose this journey, and we will be with you every step of the way. In great love, we are complete. Namaste. Mm, beautiful. I love
1: that. And. It, that's such an important reminder. Is that when we know when we find out who we are, it's it's almost like we are stripping away others, the opinions and beliefs from others who we've adopted, who we've identified with, and we're like, wow, I, I lost myself in their identity of of me, not my own
2: identity. Yes, and I think I think it. In my experience and my understanding of it at this point in time, it, it can happen fairly organically, the stripping away, where we don't have to like try to peel away the layers, like peeling a Band-Aid that's stuck too tight. You know, the old-fashioned Band-Aid, not the, like, the new ones that just like, ouch, um, are the ones you get from the doctor's office. So, you know, it, I, as we, dis- we, we, we go deeper into us, then what isn't us falls away if we're willing to own and, and reclaim and fully step into us, that process of doing that, things fall away from us as we do that.
1: Mm, okay, so what we'll do then, when we come back from commercial break, let's talk about embracing and reclaiming.
2: <laughs> mm, I like here. those access- words. Those are two of my favorite words.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you right, right after commercial break to access the angels and grace.
3: The Real Conscious Connection, OM Times Radio, IOM FM. OM Times Magazine is one of the leading online content providers of positivity, wellness, and personal empowerment. A philanthropic organization, their net proceeds are funneled to support worldwide charity initiatives via Humanity Healing International. Through their commitment to creating community and providing conscious content, they aspire to uplift humanity on a global scale. OM Times co-creating a more conscious lifestyle
2: this is kathy Beale, host of celestial compass featuring astrology you can use celestial compass points you to what's going on in the sky and what you can do with it down here on earth we also explore fun effective and cosmic tools for navigating this adventure we call life Join me the first and third Monday of the month at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for Celestial Compass. It's enlightening, entertaining, and empowering.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
2: A laundry?
1: Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
4: My loves, you know you're here as a soul-led leader to transform this world through the sharing of your passions and gifts. You are here to be in your warrior of light and align your business with your highest self. I'm Rosalind Fung of the show, Activate Your Sorgasmic Business. Let's elevate your business to the next expansive level. I invite you to flow into a business soul alignment discovery call with me at rosalindfung.com. That's R-O-S-A-L-Y-N, fun as in have some fun. F-U-N-G, and let's see how I can best hold space for you to align your highest self, magnetize your dream clients, and monetize on your soul mission. I can't wait to connect.
2: Coping 19, brought to you by CDC and the Ad Council.
4: Do you feel like your emotions are all over the place? That's normal during this abnormal time. There are a number of ways to cope. Maintain a healthy routine, get enough sleep, eat nutritious food, and exercise at least 30 minutes each day. Schedule some time to talk with a friend or family member. And remember, you can always take a few deep breaths to feel more centered.
2: Find more self-care and coping tips at coping-19.org.
1: Right, welcome back. We are here with Noemi Grace and myself, Lisa Barry. And Noemi, this conversation about uh, yeah, you know, where do we lose ourselves, and and how do we get ourselves back? And and we, what we mean is not like to just catch up; it's like to literally be who you are. And um, mm. the, the the embracing is something that was an interesting word that comes up because when we are lost, uh, don't want to say lost. When we are left behind, that's something that we talked about before, when we've somehow left ourselves mm. somewhere else and behind, um, the thought of embracing yourself almost feels like, no, I don't even like myself, I'm, I'm mad at myself, I, I don't want to embrace, there's nothing here that's good to embrace.
4: Mm. So,
1: so one of the questions that's coming up, per- perhaps to, to even do the channeling with this one, is when we've we've left ourselves so far behind that we don't see the value in like we we want to hang on to other people's beliefs and opinions it's easier to follow their life and not see the value in having our own how do we how do we get there like that do that turn around
2: so you know you know, to start with your first point here, where you, you felt like, um, where someone might feel like that they, there's nothing to embrace, there's nothing of value there. And from the divine perspective, what I've been learning from the divine is that if that's where you're seeing, a couple of things. One, you're you're seeing through eyes of judgment, and you know, because they talk a lot about. Seeing through eyes of love, a a chapter. I have a whole chapter in my book, "An Intimate Dialogue with God: The Miraculous Power of Unconditional Self-Love." On seeing with eyes of love, and so you're starting by seeing seeing through judgment, and there's nothing redeeming when you see through judgment. But when you see through love, it looks a whole lot different. And then the other thing is that you're not seeing the truth the truth of who you are. You're seeing that outside layer. You're seeing the wounded ego. You're seeing what you've done that you're not proud of or um, how you didn't live up to whatever, you know, you're seeing expectations, you're seeing wounds, you're seeing that outside crusting of who you are and you're not seeing what's deep down inside because there's always so much value to each one of us when we really know who we are. So that in and of itself is right there. That's like a red flag that we are not seeing ourselves if we can't find that any value in us
1: it's a matter of changing the lens and yes you know, it's i guess it's a leap of faith isn't it if you yes it is you have to go well you know what i i don't see it i don't have that lens right now but maybe i could look um and maybe i could mm. i could at least um have awareness now that i've been looking through the lens of or, or regret yeah all, all those those hurtful feelings <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, if we can recognize that, that we are judging ourselves, even we still feel, oh, there is nothing, I I just, I'm I'm a loser, I'm a failure, whatever, judgment. But if we recognize that as a judgment, I think that that allows us to then stop and then decide, do we really want to be, do we want to be stuck in this place? Because... We're seeing ourselves because of the way we're looking at ourselves. So we're seeing ourselves as something that we don't want to embrace. And how about reclaiming, to add your other word, how about then at that point, recognizing that there's there's something to reclaim, something that we've lost, something that's, because this isn't the full truth of who we are.
1: I like that. And, you know, so here, here's the fun thing that's coming in. This is a big question to, to maybe channel, is when leap of faith or something and so we've we've been believing the opinions of others what well, can it help us though if we could just like so if i'm a little little girl and my mother comes to me and i say mom i've I failed i got a d on this test or something or and you know but she says that's okay honey and and she's gonna lend me her belief it's it's a positive it's a good because she sees mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. in me mm-hmm. so can we truly help others um could we uh, is it are we allowed to borrow, you know, um, the belief just to help us get through that leap of faith?
2: To mm, work. Mm, mm. Well, you know. I, I, it, it's just that's such a fascinating question, because we borrow beliefs all the time. <laughs> you know, especially the negative limit, especially limiting beliefs, we seem to borrow them quite easily. So, you know, your question, I hadn't even considered that, you know, like borrow the belief, the positive belief, someone believes in you, borrow that belief, how wonderful that would be. And and if we would share those positive beliefs with our friends, with our communities, of, of I believe in you, This I, I see this about you, too, to friends and to loved ones that, that maybe don't see that about themselves. And, and here, you can borrow this belief. I love the idea of a borrowed belief in that way, a conscious borrowed belief, rather than unconsciously borrowing the limiting belief of, well, you got a D, yeah, well, you're just, you know, You're just not smart, but you're creative, or you're pretty, or you're something else. But smart, you're not, you know, not helpful, right? So...
1: I feel like this is, we, we can have um, a library of beliefs instead of books. You can instead of borrow a book, you borrow a belief that's positive. And, and then when you're done with it, you can put it back and let somebody else have it and pass it on.
2: Um, this- I love this, Lisa. I just, I don't know if you've worked with this, this concept before, but I've never heard it before. It's, to me, it's like, wow, yes, borrow that belief. You know, it's yes. like knowing that, looking for the belief that will support you and and borrow it even though it doesn't necessarily seem true right now but to take it on
1: yes i like and that's the thing so let's let's do this let's have you have a little chat with source about um softening the shell feeling safe how there it is how can we feel safe to borrow a belief
2: Mm, mm. so have you worked with this before or is this something no. that, that okay so you see you're you're channeling too you're downloading you're you're that's i mean because I, I wanted to hear about it if you've worked with this with your clients oh, that's great
1: mm. i think how it's just can a, we if we don't have the belief we're not going to get really anywhere because you just don't believe it and we're not going to see it if we don't believe it
2: mm, 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 mm. yes yes and you know, and there's uh, the Toltec shamans have a way, and I'm going to channel in a minute, but I just want to say Ooh. this piece that I I've studied of of changing beliefs. Uh, Ray Ooh. Dodd wrote a book called The Power of Belief, and it's about it talks about how we construct these beliefs um, throughout our lives. We see evidence of something you know and then we come to a conclusion and we've seen repeated evidence of something now the conclusion is is as true to us as anything else and it is a, a hard and fast belief and and they talk about how do you change your beliefs as you 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 then choose a more accurate or more less limiting more Ooh. neutral or positive belief that you would like to have instead and then you look for evidence in your life to support that belief. So if you feel like I'm a loser, and that's their belief, and then you start to say, "I am, I am something else. Uh, I, I am, I don't know, successful," say instead. You know, then you start to look. Okay, I did this successful thing. My, you know, I planted some 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 flowers and they're blooming or i you you look for every evidence of that success you know i invested in the stock and look at it it's doing well whatever it is you look for those small pieces of evidence so that you can create this this enough mounting evidence that it tips the scale into the new belief so i've worked with that with clients it's really cool um so it's like conscious yeah tipping the scale but the divine, I'm sure, has so much more okay. um, to add to this borrowing the borrowing the empowering belief. Ooh, yes. Okay, I'll write that down. Yes, borrowing the empowering. Okay. Belief. So if this is your first time with us, I'm just going to take a moment, grab a swig of water, and I'm going to get silent for a couple seconds, go deep in the channel with with source and I'm gonna turn it greet the divine and turn it over to them and they'll start to speak. So give me a second here. Hmm. Hello Divine. So grateful to have you here with us and and um, looking forward to receiving your wisdom on this, this question, your truth, the truth, the real truth of uh, this question of how, how can we empower ourselves to borrow a belief, of a, borrow an empowering belief? How can we feel safe, encouraged, whatever it is that we need to do that? And how can we find those beliefs and, and, and really bring them into our lives? and we are pleased with this question because it not only acknowledges that there is more within you but also it acknowledges the power relationally of transformation relational transformation of of having those others in your life that resonate with you and resonate with the deepest and highest truth of who you are. And maybe there are some that you feel are ahead of you um, more because they are more resonating with the deepest and highest truth of who they are and speaking to them and asking them for what they see in you. Be willing to embrace the courage to ask others what they see in you. Number one, Another way is to look at those that you would say are ahead of you, that have more embraced themselves, that live more in the truth of who they are, and see what beliefs do they hold about themselves, and how do they hold them, and try on that belief. Borrow it from them. It is as if you might borrow a jacket from one of your friends if you are cold and and you're at their house, and so asking them, may I try this on, or you might ask them, how. what beliefs do you hold? How is it that you have come to this place in your life? And they will have a fabulous and fascinating story if you're willing to listen. And they may be already sharing it with you. So know that you can recognize a higher, better, more supportive belief than someone else, and either ask them what their belief is, or if you know what their belief is, because they're speaking about it, take it on, try it on. You're not taking it away from them. You're not in any way diminishing them in their use of that belief and their belief of that belief. And so allowing yourself, this doesn't have to be hard work. There's so much hard work that you do. And yes, some of it is hard, but in finding yourself, finding yourself is not meant to be the hardest thing you've ever done. Finding yourself is meant to be a joyful process, a process of discovery and curiosity that awakens you to the truth of who you are and opens you to something so magnificent within you. And so it is wonderful to borrow from others, but from your observation of them and from your communication with them when they tell you, this is what I believe about myself. And you say, wow, I wish I could believe that about myself. Take that on. Try it on, wear it, remind yourself every day as if one of your friends gave you this fabulous gown because you were going to this event and you feel, you look at it yourself in there and you go, wow. And you would try it on even before the event again and say, oh, I like the way I feel in this. Well, like the way you feel in this new belief. Like the way you feel in a belief that is supportive and empowering because there are so many beliefs. You call them limiting beliefs. We call them sometimes to the point of devastating beliefs, debilitating beliefs. We see so many of you having debilitating beliefs and they're way beyond limiting. And so having those beliefs that empower you, even if it doesn't, fits you now and you try on your mother's beautiful dress when you're not quite to that age where you can wear it or her beautiful shoes so many of you like to to wear adult shoes when you're little and you try them on and you fashion them you, you, you model them and putting that on and just putting it on it doesn't fit yet put on the belief it doesn't fit yet it's okay that it doesn't fit yet you can grow into it just like a hermit crab will grow into its shell in the new shell that it's acquired, try it on. Be willing to embrace it. Do not gag at the thought of that belief being true about you. Oh, but they have done so much work and I could never be that way. No, you're not going to be that way. You're going to be your way, your way of being fully you that no one else can do. You are uniquely qualified. You are the only being in all space and time that can be uniquely you and fully you. And what a beautiful, wondrous journey it is when you allow yourself this discovery. And so, yes, borrowed beliefs, we really enjoy that term. Empower yourself with the borrowed belief. If you don't have anyone in your life that you can talk to, then for yourself, just Ask yourself, what would you like to believe about yourself? And stun step into that belief and start to try it on and tell yourself over and over again, remind yourself over and over again, like the song that you can't get out of your head, this is what is true about me. With so much more to say, we are grateful for this question and complete in this moment. Namaste. Ooh, goodies and goodies <laughs> in
1: there. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm going to jump to the very la- the, the last of them that really I just love so much. was What a great thing to ask ourselves. What would you like to believe about yourself? That is mm. a loaded question. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. because
1: mm-hmm. Noemi, it doesn't say, what do you believe about yourself? It's what would you like to, what makes you feel good? What you know, like, yeah. oh, that's
2: like one of my favorite questions. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What would you like to believe about yourself? Yes, and that that reminds me of that Toltec process of of, of changing your beliefs. And what would you like to believe about yourself? And and um, if you even if you have someone that you listen to, there, you know, them on YouTube or a podcast yes. or whatever, someone that you admire, you read their books, you know, yes. look at them and see what they believe about themselves, you know. It's like Brene Brown, you know. We we talked about her belonging, the power of belonging, which we we I, we heard through her, and it's like that's what she believes about herself, and it's it's so powerful that she belongs to herself. And so, what is it that you want to believe about you? Look look to others and see what they believe, and oh, I want I like that one. I'm gonna try that one on. I yes, like the trying on thing.
1: Yes. Oh, I have lots to say about the try-on thing. That was fun. That was super fun. So what we'll do? We'll, we'll go to the commercials, and then yes, we'll we'll try on some things when we get back. And yes, our library has ex- expanded to a wardrobe, a walk-in closet here. So, <laughs> we'll this. oh, well, come on back, guys, to access to angels and grace. Mm.
3: Conscious media for conscious minds. Om times.
4: Consistently attract soulmate clients, begin showing up on brand, monetizing on your calling. Welcome all spiritual coaches, leaders, healers, light workers, and practitioners to a show that turns you on in your business and amplifies your magnetism. I'm host, catalyst, and spiritual business coach, Rosalind Fung, and I'm here to journey with you into the juicy and help you discover where the real gaps are. Ignite your mindset and soul with strategies and systems as each episode takes you to the sweet spot that activates your soulgasmic business by tuning in on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Mountain join me for your light language activation and let's magnetize and monetize
1: so i'm a cat and i just moved in with this new human and she's got this little toy she's always playing with all day long tap 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 bloop bloop she can't put it down there it is oh and get this she even talks to it last week she asked it for chinese and guess what egg rolls showed up like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Ah, oh, well, we are back here. Hello, Noemi, Grace there, and Lisa Berry here. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, in that channeled message, Noemi, I loved the uh, thing about a uh, part about trying like borrow the belief, but, and try it on. And the really fun thing was you, you made me think about how, how cute, like when you get a little plant and he's a baby and he's in this big pot with all the soil and dirt around him, but, and eventually he, he will grow into it. So it it may not, the pot and the soil, you know, looks too big at first, but he really does need that. And so when you wrote, um, when you said, even if it doesn't fit you now, you can grow into it. I like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah you know when i was channeling i had these these visuals of different things which doesn't often happen when i'm i'm very visual but usually when i'm channeling i'm i I'm, I'm letting it flow and not having visuals I, I was visualizing wearing my mother's my mother's pumps when i mean they were really skinny heels They was <laughs> not, not super high like stilettos because that wasn't yeah. the style back then but they were skinny and, yeah. and 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 but they were so big that I could, we could squeeze our feet right into the front of it to get more support, and and <laughs> but we could never walk in them. It was like oh I want these shoes, and we could never walk in them. But we loved to try them on. So then we found out trying on dad's shoes was easier. But they were t- kind of big and, and <laughs> just didn't have the same <laughs> didn't have the same
1: effect. <laughs> I, you know what's funny? You just said that about we couldn't walk in them, but it was fun to imagine and try them on. And so that's how mm. it can—it literally feel mm. like when there's one of the thing was, um, I, I like the way I feel in this belief. So y- you you mm. try on a belief, and you check in with yourself. If you like the way you feel in it, maybe it doesn't fit yet. But you like you liked putting the shoes on. You knew they didn't fit, but it felt good. Like. Maybe one day you might wear them, or just right now you're enjoying it. Right now, and you could imagine mm. and and play, right? Like yeah. you playing. <laughs>
2: yeah, and that was that was kind of make believe, right? You're wearing these shoes. You're, you're the big, you're you're the mom now, or you're this. You know, you're imagining all of that, and so we were able to, as kids, do that. We yes. pretend, you know, and and we we make believe. And there's belief, believe, not too far off, you know. We'd make that. So now we can make belief, you know, and and we yes. would, you know, be that. Wow, oh, I'm 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 grown up. I've got these shoes. I've got you know, and so, um, yeah. It was I hadn't thought about trying on my mother's shoes in decades, and so it was just a great oh, image. And it goes just remember my two sisters and I, and it was it was fun. Oh, took and you back. actually just
1: re- reminded me of something that took me back. You asked me about had I worked with beliefs earlier, and. No, I don't know, that, it's more the word possibilities is my thing, but I, I mm-hmm. did a show uh, years ago here on Home Times Radio, and one of the show titles was Make Believe Made Possible. Mm-hmm.
2: And you, and
1: you just made me think of that because well, that's Well, that's a great title. That would be great uh, title for the <laughs> book, too. Um, so. <laughs> yes, and that's what it is, is what we have to make believe to make possible, and that's what I, I think. I just love that as I like the way I feel in this belief, and so if we've lost mm. ourselves, and we need to get ourselves back, and we don't even know where. Just borrow that belief, try it on. It might not feel, but does it feel good? If it feels bad, here's the thing: if it feels bad, and we've got it, and we're like, oh, oh, I said yes, and now I'm borrowing this. How do we? Sh- how do we take that off? How do we give that mm. not back, but how do we let it go? Say that again. Well, it's it's more like yes. Yeah, so say we've we've tried the belief on, and yes, we think, yep. This is it. I, I'm a, I'm the loser, and but we don't feel good. So it fits. We feel like it fits. It's like yep, this is me. But
2: but we're not a thrive. It, well, and I don't think we're trying it on. We've already been wearing it for a while. It's getting frayed at the edges, you know. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think we're trying that one on. But you might try on one. You know, talking. You know, there's some friends I envisioned, you know, as I was channeling and thought, I wonder what they would say they believe, you know, and but Ah. we can also just observe somebody that we might, like I said, I listened to Brene Brown, but trying that on and if it doesn't exactly fit, right, so the friend gives you the jacket because you're cold at their house, but it's quite not cut for you. It's a different cut than your body or, you know, um, then maybe that's not quite the belief, but... What part of it does feel good? And if it doesn't feel good, maybe it feels too big, right? It's just like, Mm -hmm. ooh, I. if someone says they they believe they're infinite and unstoppable or something like that, you try that on, you go, oh, that's too much for me, you know? (laughs) And what part of it, you know? Maybe you need the size down. Maybe it's, right, you go shopping and it's like we got this wardrobe theme going here. Um you go shopping and you try on a certain size and it's a little too big, you need a smaller size, which is always exciting. Um yes. yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so um you know, so so what is yeah. Yeah. So what is the question? <laughs> yes. Well, it,
1: yeah, what was is to how, how to, um, yeah, we'll refine it. We'll get a little bit deeper here because you know, source is just so wonderful when you get to ask these questions. And, mm. You know, So we've we've lost ourselves, we, we've come from losing ourselves. We, um, we've identified that, yeah, we're, we're, we've we kind of lost ourselves and, and I don't feel like myself. I wanna feel like myself, but I don't know where mm. to start. So you're boring beliefs mm. and you're trying things on. And so I guess that the next clarity step in question would be how to, um, what if, oh, I, I just heard it. Whoop, there we go. Okay, so, <laughs> oh, this is good. So I'm Lisa, I go around and I decide that I, I, I believe that I want I should be making triple my income. But then I go and ne- start sporting that new jacket in front of people, but they don't believe it. And I feel weird. I feel like an imposter in my new beliefs.
2: Oh, okay. So do you have imposter syndrome trying on your belief? Is that what you're saying?
1: Ooh, yes, that's fun. Because it would feel like that. would feel like, oh, like when I, I, I swear, if I get something new, when I walk out in the world with it, like new shoes, new, th- th- I think everybody knows, and I'm like, nobody knows that this is new.
2: It's, but I feel like, ooh, do you? Want it? It's new, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so oh, you're so funny. You're so, just so cute with um, your fashion sense, you know. Uh,
1: <laughs> everybody must know these are new earrings. Come on, but no. It's, mm. so, so, really, yes. At the impu- yes, how can we? Not eliminate, but how can we feel settled and not and not experience that imposter sy- syndrome so much that we go, no, 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 I can't do this. This isn't comfortable.
2: Or how can we free ourselves from the imposter Ooh. syndrome that we might experience when okay. we're trying on this new belief? Yes. Okay. How's that? Okay. Yes. Free <laughs> us from
1: imposter. Free us from imposter syndrome. Okay. Once we are trying the new beliefs on. Yes.
2: Yes. Okay, so I always write the question down to try to jog my memory, so I can mm. put in approximation of a quote when I put the replay link. Yeah, <laughs> it's an approximation. <laughs> um, I don't have it in quotes and say divine source on the on the end of it, but um, but uh, but I check before I hit before I hit post. I check. Yes, is this is this is this good? Is this is this accurate? And I get the yay or nay. Um, which is usually the yay, so. Ah, yay. Okay, this is a great question about the imposter syndrome. and <laughs> Oh, you know, that's such a, I hear that word, I hear that phrase of, uh, quite a bit with clients, you know. Yes. It's like, ah, oh, they, they, this is a, a, a concept that, that a lot of people are feeling um, describes them, so. Okay. Never, never have I checked with the divine on what they have to say about that. So Ooh, this it's is exciting. Yes, <laughs> indeed. I'm excited. So let's grab that swig of water and get silent and turn it over to them. Mm. Mm. So interested to hear what you have to say, divine, about this, because this is... Oh this is something that that so many so many of us struggle with so many people struggle with and we have watched you struggle we have watched so many of you struggling feeling imposter within yourself and oftentimes that imposter syndrome is is related to the bigness of you or a bigger version of you, a bigger view, a bigger perception, perspective of you than you are holding. And so you step, you step forward a little bit into this new, larger you, whether it's a larger responsibility at the job, or whether it's a healthier relationship, more responsibility, you you have new children, whatever the new Often when there's something new, you step more deeply into the imposter syndrome. And this new is, is there, is meant to expand you. And so that expansion becomes frightening to you. That expansion becomes something that you feel not ready for, not good enough for, not worthy for, enough for, whatever that limiting dialogue is, whatever, however you would say it in your own words, it's all the same, same limitation, and that you are not enough. And you are all so much more than enough. You are beyond enough. You are truly miraculous, magnificent beings, yet you do not know that. It is as if you are walking in, in another's shoes and not your own, that you are walking in disguise in the world because you do not see yourself. And if you do not see yourself, sometimes others see you, but oftentimes they will see what you see. Whatever you express, many will embrace. Some, with the depth of wisdom and the ability to see, will see the truth of who you are before you see it. But many, many times, people will see what you see. And so, to look at the imposter syndrome, such a fascinating phrase, um, to look at the imposter syndrome in new, with new eyes, to look at it and see that that means you are stepping out, you are stepping up, you are stepping out of who you've been, out of the box that you've been living in, you've been, you've expanding your comfort zone and see this as something positive. See it as, oh, I feel this way because I haven't fully grown into that yet. And to see it as not a threat, but to see it as a sign that you are stepping into something bigger, which will allow you to get in touch with more of you, the depths of you, so, uh, the bigness of you that you have not yet experienced. And so when that comes up, look at it with love. Look at it with compassion. Oh, the words that that, that you may tell yourself, oh, I don't think I'll be able to do this one, or whatever those words are, I might, ma- I might screw up, whatever those are, see it with eyes of love. See it as, oh, I am stepping out, I am stepping up, I am stepping into... More of me, and see it that that is what you are doing. You are stepping into more of you, and you and you have not yet stepped into it. But the opportunity is there. Here is the opportunity for more of you, for you to discover more of you, for you to become and be and embrace and reclaim and love and and share share with the world more of you, and so you feel uncomfortable because you are stepping into more of you not because you are not worthy or good enough for this but the opportunity has opened up for you to step into more of you so have compassion for those that part of yourself those parts of yourself that feel not ready not big enough not good enough not not talented enough skilled enough and brave enough have compassion for them because this is an opportunity for them, those aspects of you, those parts of you to embrace the courage to be more of you. And so, so often how you see something is of great impact into how you experience it. And so we say, see this, when that imposter syndrome when shows up, when the imposter shows up, when those words that you are imposter, the belief that you are not good enough, not worthy enough shows up. See it as showing up because you are stepping up and stepping out and there's a great opportunity for you to be much more than you can ever imagine. And we are with you every moment of every day to guide you so you don't have to go into this place which you might consider a fearsome place alone because we are with you every day, holding your hand if you allow, walking side by side with you in great love we are complete. Namaste. Mm.
1: Mm, very helpful. Um, the others will see what you see. Mm. Um, bang up there and, and powerful. Because yes, how we see ourselves is what is is that identity that we're acting on. You know, you know, mm. going out there and showing it. So um, it's it's very important that we find out how do we see ourselves because um check in with ourselves yes. yeah like that's how we're finding ourselves that's like, ah, here we go we that's how we find ourselves mm. by finding out what is it we see what is it we're stepping out there because that's where others see us and if it's if it doesn't feel good if it doesn't we can look at it and say no no that's okay because i i might feel a bit of an imposter here but it's only because i'm growing
2: i'm growing into this yes and it's an opportunity to step into more of you and i thought oh well, how wonderful you know the divine has this way of of tipping things on their head and stuff and and, and <laughs> taking things that, that seem negative to us and seeing when they and seeing them with such great love and compassion that that they're now it's become an opportunity if you if that yes the sense of imposter syndrome shows up. It's like, oh, because I, you're, you're not being stagnant. You're stepping up, you're stepping out. You're you're you have this opportunity to step up and step out and 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 discover more of you in the process. And that discovery is joyful. It's powerful. It's wonderful. So mm, so I, I think love the next it. time
1: next time we're feeling like an imposter syndrome, we go, "Yippee, look at me grow because I'm feeling like an imposter." Woohoo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just totally yes, the you're narrative. stepping out, right? It's kind of like a like when I, I, when I used to ski and, um, you know, I was always terrified to fall. And the instructor said to me, if you're not falling, you're not learning. I'm like, no, I don't want to learn that way. <laughs> I want to be perfect right away and not do this. Yes, I get it.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, and you know, and it's and one thing, just because I know we're running out of time, um, is when... You are, like, I know that I, I do really embrace, not failing, but falling, let's call it, um, imposter syndrome. Um, but others look at me like I'm, I'm cuckoo, like they're going, you are just, that's, now you're in La La Land, you're Pollyanna. And, and that's yet again another thing that we just have to be, feel comfortable and say, I'm borrowing this belief and it, maybe somebody else might not, but I really am borrowing this so that I see it and that I can mm. move forward with it and be in those, those big shoes. Yes. Ah. <sighs> Good stuff. Oh, Noemi. I, I love every time we come on with our with our beautiful theme. If we would invite any mm. questions or comments that you have, you can find us on our Facebook page, uh, private and personally. So Noemi Grace and Lisa Berry. And we always post the show description there. Of course, Home Times Radio can just go to their website and comment and send us a note there too. If Any questions at all, Noemi. And um, I thank you for channeling for us today. It was beautiful. Yes.
2: Thank you, thank you all. and any any t- any topics that you would like to cover, we're always interested in hearing. we've We've had a few really great shows that were came from questions from from listeners. so That's have amazing. a beautiful day, everyone.
1: Ah, oh, thank you, Noemi. Okay, bye everyone.
2: Mm, thank you, Lisa. Bye-bye. Bye.